When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Well, we are down to the grand final now in Super Netball. And to help us work our way through what was an absolutely thrilling Prelim between the Vixens and the Giants. Sarah Wildy from the Edge of the Crowd is joining us again on the Overnight Crowd. Thank you so much, Sarah, for your time. Thanks for having me again, Jen. I can't believe we're finally here at the the last game of the season. I know. And the way that prelim played out, if we can do a a review of it, uh, the Vixens obviously going in favourites, hosting, but the Giants plucky as, I don't know, is it – a great fight back from the Vixens or is it one where the Giants will just never forgive themselves for letting that lead in the last quarter slip? Goodness me, I I really don't know in the end. I feel like it was a little bit of both in the final quarter, but it certainly was a match that kept us on our toes. I mean, at one point, the Vixens were ahead by nine points. So to have it turn, a 10-point turnaround in the second quarter and then to have Another 10-point turnaround in the final quarter when the Vixens brought back a nine-point margin to win by one. I mean, I just, I actually can't believe that that all happened on Saturday night, that that was all in one game of netball, in 60 minutes of netball, incredible stuff. And out of that 60 minutes, there's two minutes that'll just be that epic Mm -hmm. moment. The Vixens level it up to 54-54. They try and go, from the look of it, for a super shot, turn it over, Bit of chaos in shoes, coast to coast. They then sink the one-pointer. So they nail that. They go ahead 55-54. But the story wasn't done there. The intensity of this game and the clutch sort of defense and just getting a little finger in here to create another turnover, it, it made those last two minutes so fascinating. Oh, it really did. And, I mean, M. Mannix of, like, just stood up at the end there, saw, saw the pass going across around the circle and jumped in the middle for an intercept and then, yeah, sent it all the way back down. And I think uh, Michael Wender will be wanting to buy a, a beverage uh, for that effort because uh, it certainly saved um, MJ uh, because she was the one that passed it off when she really could have just gone for a one-pointer and been ahead by one. But she learned her lesson from that mistake. And when the ball came back down there, she did slot the one. And, of course, Sophie Dwyer did actually get a shot up. But, unfortunately, the final whistle went as she was shooting it. And, of course, you need it through the ring completely uh, for it to count. So, I mean, she really did try and it, it did go in. So it was it was so close and sometimes you just wish it's like the rules of basketball where as long as it's in the air, it's fine. Um, but, yeah, it was quite the 75 seconds. I think I've watched that a few times after the game, just like watching it back on Instagram and Facebook. It's just popped up all the time. That final shot, I was going to ask you that because that you heard the whistle go and I wasn't sure whether the whistle went before she released it or while it was in the air. I wasn't aware of, of, of how the rule sat. I didn't know if it had to be in the air and then it would count because we were watching it at home with a couple of friends and they were like, it went in, it went in. <laughs> it was like, it was, we weren't too sure of it. What an incredible 
shot to actually get in that then in the end doesn't count, but would have won them the game a heartbeat of a second earlier and they, they win the Giants with that. Exactly. I mean, that would have been the second time they've stolen something with a super shot this season, which it would, you know, uh, be a bit a bit controversial. But um, they certainly, she, I mean, she slotted it beautifully, but she knew from the moment it left her hands that, yes, it was going to go in, but it wouldn't count because the umpire had blown the, her whistle and, and she was right there. I mean, the crowd was incredible and would have been so noisy covering that. Uh, final whistle, but I think Sophie Dwyer deep down knew, and you could see the disappointment in her face as she was sort of just taking a moment um, off the court there before they went in and shook hands because, you know, she did make the shot, but unfortunately the rules of netball, they don't count that. Well, we're chatting with Sarah Wildy from the edge of the crowd about the super netball. The prelim final was decided. The Vixens by one over the Giants. They progressed through to take on the West Coast Fever on Sunday, the 3rd of July, 7pm Eastern. Uh, It's the two teams in the final that have been the best all season. You must be excited for this grand final. Oh, I'm super pumped for this grand final because these two teams, yes, as you say, are the best two teams from this season for sure. They've been battling for the top spot all year and the Vixens got the minor premiership, but then they, they lost, obviously, a couple of weeks ago to the West Coast Fever over in Melbourne. Um, and Fever already had the rights, but won the rights to our host the grand final. And uh, yes, it's going to be an epic grand final tomorrow uh, on Sunday night, I believe. I I just feel like it's going to be one of those ones that keeps us on the edge of our seats right until that final whistle yet again, as all the finals have this season. Can you even figure out a prediction for this game, Fever versus Vixens? I'm obviously sitting on the Fever bandwagon, and what a story that will be with their how long it's been for them, the recovery from uh, the cheating scandal. And then for the Vixens, they're coming from dead last last year. The turnaround for them is amazing. So this is a good news story either way. It, oh, it is absolutely a good news story either way. And um, I'm very excited for both teams to have the opportunity to win a premiership. But, uh, yeah, the Vixens going from premiers one year to, <laughs> up in a hub as well, first COVID year, you know, a massive effort to do it away from home and then to have obviously last year's disappointment. They didn't have their team that they had the year before. So no surprises there that they slid, but they slid all the way to the bottom. Um, And then, yeah, back up and they could be premiers again this season. That would be quite a story. But I I think I'm going to be on the fever side of the fence as well here because I just love this team right now. I, I, think that Dan Ryan's got the um, smarts, the teaching side of uh, netball coaching to be able to coach this team to win, um, to finally clinch that. They've, they've always struggled with those closing out big games. And we saw it at the start of the year in the Team Girls Cup that yet again, that seemed to be an issue. But I think two weeks ago, they might have found the answer. And I just can't wait to see if they can reproduce that. And in front of a home crowd as well, that that is going to be a massive advantage. Um, and, yeah, I'm not quite sure that the Vixens can recover a, a nine-goal deficit um, after three-quarter time against a crowd. With a crowd, I, I 100% would have backed them on Saturday night to give it a good crack, and they sure did that. But I, against the crowd, I'm not quite sure that they'll be able to do it. So the Fever, they've got their blueprint. They know they've just got to do what they did in semi-final one, winning 71 to 62 over the Vixens and earning that week off. The Vixens, their bodies will be pretty tired and battered up. They have to figure out a way to stop Fowler and in 
and, and I suppose Bruce as well down the other end, the two key talls at each end. How, I don't know, put your coaching hat on. What are you saying? How are you coming up with a way to change, change the storyline from semifinal? Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what the Vixens go for here because they, they have beaten the Fever twice this year, just earlier in the season when it, it counted for less. It counted for four points and, and not a, a final spot. But um, I think that Liv Lewis is a massive uh, a card that they can pull at any point in the game, and I'd love to see her go on Fowler early. Um, I'd, I'd love to see that matchup. I think that uh, she has the knowledge of Fowler's game from having trained against her for years now um, to be able to produce a, a game in the grand final that could win the Vixens that game. Um, down the other end of the court, I think that they're obviously going to be boosted by having Kira Austin back because Vixens were without her last weekend in the prelim finals co- uh, health and safety protocols. So they will be boosted by having her back, but um, and I think I think that's what they need, to be honest. They need um, that steady partnership of MJ and Kira to to combat that fever defence that we don't exactly know which combo they'll go with. Um, and it'll be really interesting to see how they sort of switch it up across the night to um, throw those bits and shooters. But I think that it, it'll be key to force the opposition to be making the moves and, and not be so much making the moves yourself. And I think that means that the first quarter has to be so strong. And that's where the Fever were really good um, a couple of weeks ago. And that's where the Vixens beat the Fever earlier in the season because they had the good first quarter. I think they always say the third quarter is going to be the premiership quarter, but I think this weekend it could be the first. All right. Looking for who gets off to the best start in this grand final. Sunday the 3rd of July, the Fever hosting the Melbourne Vixens Vixens over in Perth. It's going to be an absolute cracker. Sarah, thank you for your time on the overnight crowd and uh, enjoy the grand final. Thanks for having me again, Jen. I can't wait for this one on Sunday night. Sarah Wildy from the Edge of the Crowd joining us here on the Overnight Crowd talking Super Netball, and we are at the grand final time of the year. Are you on Team Vixens or Team Fever? Let me know here on the Overnight Crowd. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.